Ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and doers, seekers of purpose and fulfillment, welcome to Passion on Purpose, the podcast that sets your soul on fire and ignites the spark within you. I'm your host, Steph Hilfer, and I'm beyond thrilled you're here. Passion on Purpose features leaders, experts, and sometimes me on center stage. We put the spotlight on visionaries, entrepreneurs, leaders, experts, and everyday heroes to share their journey of self-discovery, enthusiasm, and unwavering determination. We'll explore how they use their passion and purpose to fuel their brand. Alongside our leaders, we'll provide practical tips, actionable advice, and wisdom from our experts across various fields. So if you're ready to unleash your inner fire, shake off the doubts and insecurities, and pursue a life of purpose with unbridled enthusiasm, then let's dive in. All right, guys, we are back with another episode of the Passion on Purpose podcast. And today, my leader on center stage is Heather Yancey. And I'm so excited to dive into all things. Okay, I'm just going to stay here for a sec. I'm excited to have Heather Yancey here because my world has been rocked and rolled for the last I mean, almost two years now, and I've, I've gone through my own self-exploration with fitness. And so when I first saw Heather on her socials and what she's doing and the approach she takes with it, I personally reached out to her and told her I had to have her on the show. So I'm really excited to bring her as a leader and the work she's doing with Heather, y- Heather Yancey Fitness and to kind of dive into all of that. So Heather, thank you so much for being here. Oh, gosh, this is a pleasure. I really appreciate your time. And I'm excited to chat because this is my favorite topic. (laughs) Right? I love that I'm going to be like, sometimes I have leaders on who are are doing things that I don't know much about, like, you know, maybe real estate or lawns or things And don't worry, I can get into it. But this is a world I'm so immersed in right now. So I'm I'm super eager. Yeah, we are going to start the show as we always do. And that is with the question, what is Heather's why? Oh, gosh. So um, you got two hours. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) My why is because as most people who go into, you know, the self-exploration, it became like it it was a personal thing. It began for me um, right around my 30s with finding out that I had an autoimmune condition and really feeling different in my own body. And I was a young mama at the time. I have three kids. Um, and I thought that it was just parenthood, you know, that I was exhausted and my body didn't look or operate the same. Um, and as I found out about what I was dealing with, I went, well, crap, you know, what are we going to do to fix this? How are we going to get past this? Cause you can only complain for so much and then you have to, you know, figure out a solution. So, um, you know, like for me, the, the, the why was because I had to get myself well. And I had to get myself where I really thought that I needed to be. And as a young 30, you don't think you're going to be unwell. You don't plan for that, right? So um, I learned everything. But the way that I got into my why, like, let's just dive right into that, right? Yeah. The way that I got there was super cool. Uh, We had just relocated. We moved from Las Vegas, Nevada to Seattle, Washington. And I didn't know anybody. And I'm kind of a people person. Like I need people. So I was homeschooling my three kids at the time because I didn't know enough about the schools. And as a former public school teacher, I was a little bit like, you know, I was cautioning myself of where to put these kids. So in the meantime, I homeschooled them. 
And we were joining this co-op, this great little group of moms who took turns teaching children stuff. <laughs> and I remember a woman in the co-op like was into fitness and she taught fitness classes and she did all sorts of things. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. So off I went. <laughs> and that's been my journey since of like, I took that why of wanting to feel better, heard her talk about what she was doing, thought that sounded pretty cool. So in I went fast forward to where we are now, I feel much better. So I'm in my 50s now and mm -hmm. I, my body feels good on most days. You know, not not every day is rainbows and unicorns. It just can't be that way. But but I feel good. And I've figured out all these pieces along the way. And that's where the why turned into the purpose and the intention of how am I going to help other people to feel good too? Yeah. Told you it was going to be two hours. No, no, you did good. <laughs> you did good. So if you're not watching this on YouTube, you do not look 50. Oh, so thank you. Congrats <laughs> to you. Um, whatever you're doing is working. Sign up with Heather today. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> oh yeah, you're you're absolutely stunning. And uh, so thank I you. love I love that because um, my why, which I don't get asked that question very office often, but my why is to be selfish. And I know okay. that seems like the most backwards thing, and that's why I feed into that why so often, is because I know that when I'm selfish that I can then show up for others in the best way possible. And, and part of what I want right. to do is help others be selfish as well. That's right? good. Yeah. Um, I and, like that. There's such a negative connotation with the word selfish, which is why no one will say it, which is why we almost put our self care to the side. Mm. Right. Even, even down to just basic health needs we put to the side, you know, you, you Absolutely. mentioned that as a mother, you and someone who is entering her 30s at the time just assumed, oh, this must just be being a mom or this must just be what it's like to be 30. Yeah. But in reality, it's really, no, we just are putting ourselves on a shelf and not focusing on our needs. Yeah. So this yeah. person who fueled this fire under you really got you into, well, I would imagine it got you into fitness, right? So what was, what was some of those early days like for you? Yeah, the early days were, um, you know, like I talk a lot about this in my own story, but those early days for me were, I have, um, I have a thyroid disease where like it makes losing weight or, or being, you know, what you once were before the condition kicked in makes it really difficult. It's frustrating. And so, you know, like initially I was like, well, this is perfect. Yes. I can teach six classes a day because then I'll just, you know, lose all this mm -hmm. weight, which was really, you know, now we know that this is not the answer. Moving right. more is not the answer. Um, moving smarter <laughs> is, but you know, like the early days were just killing it all day long. I would, I would be home with the kids during the day, or I would be working part-time and then at night I would go and teach a million classes and, um, it was fun <laughs> until it wasn't. Yeah. Um, and then I began to move more into personal training so I could give my body just a little bit of a break. But at the same time, when I was personal training, I started training for Ironman triathlon, which was just absolutely crazy to do to myself. <laughs> um, you live and learn, right? <laughs> Talk about eager. <laughs> so, well, well, I just, I love to get after it, but, um, 
I, that's what led me. So I started off in group exercise, went into personal training, and then combined all of that fitness with more of the business side and went into managing fitness departments. I worked for a few different places, um, working on putting their programming together, hiring, you know, training, all of that stuff. And I liked that aspect of it, but not as much as the really working with people trying to be as impactful as possible. So, um, that that is like the course of where I went. Um, you know, in the last few years, everything shifted again. And that was the magical doors opening to what I really wanted to do. And so <laughs> going from in person fully to more of a hybrid where now I work um, in person a little bit with people, my time is limited on that, but I still love that one to one connection. You know, I know you love that, too. Yeah. Um, just being face to face with someone is there's something, there's this energetic, you know, loop that you give, I give, you know, we, we get what we need. Um, but then comparing or combining that with a hybrid. So moving things more online, which was the necessity after the f last few years. Yeah. And that's been wonderful for me because now I can work not just with people near me, but people mm -hmm. everywhere and I can help them to feel better. So it kind of took this, you know, trial and error of learning over yeah. the years of, um, of the, the doing everything and learning how not to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. But you don't know until you know, that's life. exactly. That's life. Yep. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of where it started. I want to dive in deeper in a minute here about what exactly you offer and things like that. But I want to step yep. backwards a bit because we kind of started this idea of who Heather is at this like young 30 new mom stage, but there's a whole <laughs> Heather before that. So I'm curious, was fitness a part of your world before then? And if it wasn't, what was, what was fueling you as a young child? It kind of was, and it, and it wasn't, it, it looks very different. So like, um, as a, as a younger child, oh no, I guess that's not true. I figure skated. I figure skated for oh, many yeah. years. Um, and I wanted to be in the Olympics, but I was about five years too old to start that training. So, um, you know, all the little whippersnappers that were, I'm a tall girl and mm -hmm. all the the little whippersnappers that came up to my waist were the ones who were training for all the, you know, big stuff. And I was just too big, too old, too everything. So I moved into more things like dance and, um, and didn't have a sport per se that right. I, that I participated in. Um, going through college was like, for me, it was the early nineties. It was step aerobics. It was all the cheesy stuff. And we did that. <laughs> once in a while, but it okay. wasn't, that wasn't my lifestyle. It wasn't, it yeah. wasn't who I am today. Um, yeah. I think that the pivotal change of when I became like obsessed with how it feels to feel strong and good in your body was, um, in pregnancy number three. And that's yeah. when I just was like, this feels really good. I'm going to keep this going. So during, during pregnancy, you felt like that most optimized. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about times, you know, like for, for those who haven't ever experienced pregnancy, think about times of like sickness or just not feeling fully energetic or feeling your best. Like you, mm -hmm. if you got up and went for a walk, you, you notice like, oh yeah, I get, my head's a little clearer. Yeah. Sometimes Things are a little more positive. Like, you got to kick the sick out. You just got to move, you know, Absolutely. Get on with it. Sometimes movement, I know not all the times. Movement can feel really good, both 
mentally and physically. So, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, this, so, so um, you had said, so figure skating is quite an independent sport, really. It is, but you like, you work with a coach, so you do right. have that aspect of it, but yeah, like team, there's nothing there. There's, yeah. you're not, you're not with other people per se. Which mm -hmm. I bring that up because I think that has so much to do with like the personal fitness journey that you now help people work through now. Um, because it is such an independent thing. Like I don't have to show up to the gym every morning. I mean, I have the pleasure and the amazing blessing to have my trainer who holds me accountable, but any yeah. other day, like it's me showing up to the mat, it's you showing up to the ice and, and you've kind of already, it's clear that you've always had this drive. And well, I just wonder, you know I what think, I mean? I think it maybe got a little cleaned up as I got older and developed sure. more confidence. And that's yeah, like, that's part of it too. When you're, when you're in fitness, when you get stronger, when you do things that you didn't think you could do before, there's this confidence that comes out. And then you're yeah. like, well, you know what? I actually probably can run for president or <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> take over the world. Like I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. Well, and I bet that there, there were those small wins happening through your youth. And I'm bringing this up, not because I'm trying to hone in on like, that was the moment. I, that's not what I'm saying. I think we, when we're younger, we don't always struggle with those confident issues, right? One day you're skating and then you're skating backwards and then you're doing a turn and then you're doing a 360 turn. Mm -hmm. Now, each of those steps, you probably didn't take a minute, minute and think, wow, now I can do that. You know, you just are going yeah. through the motions. But then as you get older, you go through the motions and realize that's a big deal. I can repeat that. Yep. I can teach others that. Mm -hmm. This is very important to me. And I, I just think that our passions and our intentionality in what we do with our business, I don't think we give our younger selves enough credit for. And so I just, I, I just feel like there's a lot that younger Heather has to had to offer to get you to today that you're maybe not giving her credit for that. I just wanted to give her credit for, for That's you. That's really sweet, Steph. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Good, yeah. good. I meant it with love. Um, so today now, Heather Yancey, you are helping women exclusively. Tell me about what it's like to work with you. I do. I do mostly work with women. I do have some men, so I don't want them to feel bad if they ever listen to this. I do have some men that I train. I do have some men that I write programs for. Um, but my passion is women and mostly women over 40 because hot dang, do we go through some stuff, you know, most of us. And um, you know, it's somewhere along the lines of like 80% of women will have menopausal symptoms that are challenging. There are some that I work with that have never had a thing. And they're like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. But for the most part, we do go through physical changes. So body composition, you'll hear it all the time with women saying, I'm doing the same thing and nothing's working or I'm, you know, now I'm working out more and um, it's a challenging time. So I love to encourage women, teach them and help them on their journey to build muscle mass because that's imperative. And like when we talk about building muscle, can we just geek out for a second? Please. We're talking about like associated with heart health. Like most people don't really think they just, start, they go immediately to glam muscles. Like I don't really care about biceps and triceps, but it's, <laughs> or but, but heart health. I mean, there was a study in 2021 that was linked to, um, 
you know, this sounds like kind of tragic, but it was linked to women with decreased muscle mass were much more likely to die of heart disease. And if we look at the number one killer of women, it's heart disease. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a no brainer that we need to be building skeletal muscle. And there's, there's things that muscle does to protect your heart also. Like it will help with improving blood sugar management. And, you know, as we age, we tend to, um, we tend to have these little metabolic shifts and changes and we tend to become a little more, um, resistant to insulin as we go through these hormonal fluctuations. And so like, there's so much to it of why it's important just, just for your heart. And then we can go into like a million other reasons of why, having muscle mass is important. And like, we'll hear all the time that muscle mass, um, like we can lose three to 8% a year or a decade, I should say. And like, that's pretty significant. And so, you know, if, if we're, if we're losing it that quickly, then it's going to be hard to maintain and it's going to be even harder to build. And so yeah. the earlier that we can get on that, the better. I don't like to like sound like a, you know, blaring alarm because right. I do have women come to me in their sixties and they're like, Oh, is it too late? And it's never too late. Never, never, never. But it is really important. And I have a daughter who's 24 and like, Oh my gosh, she's probably really sick of hearing like, you know, <laughs> about going to build muscle mass and how important it is. So because she's not, that's not where she's at right now with her. She's definitely not there. I know it's sinking in in the back. I know that somewhere it's landing and someday yeah. it will become more important. But yeah. for now, I'll just keep talking. Yeah. And I'll talk to as many people as I can because these are like real things that we can do, tangible things we can do to support our health on many levels. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you, what do you say to the person who's in there? you know, late thirties, forties, fifties, even sixties, who, who feels like it's too late. Like how, what, what kind of conversations are you having to those people? This is like really cool stuff. So <laughs> I love this piece of it. A year ago, I took a course on cognitive behavior therapy for fitness. And it's like, that's a brand new concept. And so we know, we've always known that the mind body connection is really important, that it's very strong. But now we have like all of this good stuff on how to take care of the mind. So the mindset of it all, it's multifaceted. There's so many pieces to it, but it's a daily practice. It's just like putting your reps in at the gym. You have to like be doing it over and over and over with the mindset. And so all of these people who come in and, and think that maybe it's too late, you know, that is, that is a, a conversation and it's also building like from what I like to think of their 1.0 self to mm -hmm. their 2.0 badass self. Like I'm, that's my, that's my big buzzword. I just, yeah. I want people to feel badass and yes. it starts with the way that you think about yourself, what you believe is possible and you go from there. I love that we brought that into the world because, so I have two parents who have cognitive disorders. I grew up with my father all my life his injuries were when he was younger. And then recently my mother's injuries were, were recent within the last three years. Mm. And so it really hit a nerve for me when you talk about that, because she's part of, part of her brain injuries has reduced her movement significantly and her cognitive function significantly. Okay. Okay. Um, and every single doctor will preach 
you need to work out, you need to get fitness, you need to, you know, move your body more, but there's no support out there. Right. Um, there's right. really, and I say there's no support out there, but there's women like you, they just, people don't know that, but I love that you tap into that. And so can you give us a few examples? And I don't want to um, take too much time, but I do want a few examples of like what someone, let's use my mother as an example, cause she's right in your target audience. Well, maybe a little older, but we won't say that out loud. We'll edit that out. We don't edit anything out. Um, and she listens to, I love you, mom. Um, but she is like your, like the women who are in that world, like what is like one or two things that you would recommend that they could do at minimum to help with cognitive function alignment with fitness? You know, one of the things that they can do is start with just a list. And that list is like, what do they see themselves able to do and then they start to add to that list and that list is something that you have with you all the time so it could be you know for people who are attached to their phones it could be notes on the phones if it's someone who's not really comfortable with phone it's a piece of paper or sticky notes but you're continually seeing the list of the things that you can do so mm -hmm. if your mom is able to go for a walk yeah then Put that that's, on the list. that's an enjoyable thing and that goes on the list if um, if someone is able to do some stretching every morning when they get up, that's movement. Movement counts. Any way that you're moving counts. But that list is something that, um, you know, like I always call it your laminated list, but if you laminate it, you can't add to it. So <laughs> <laughs> um, that list is something that's just a, an easy, easy thing to have. And that's something that's just a reminder. So think mm -hmm. about like if you had a notification on your phone that went off every half hour saying you are capable of X, Y, Z. Yeah. After a while of seeing that, you're going to believe that you're capable of doing it. You've, you've seen it enough over mm -hmm. and over and over. So there's the reps that you're putting in. Yeah. That is one place that you can start with the mindset. And the other place is the sustainable habits. So like one of my favorite books, have we all read Atomic Habits? Such <laughs> yeah. a good book. Such, And it is like growing in popularity. I can't have a day where I don't hear about it. Ah. I, read it I read it about a year ago on a fitness journey with like five, uh, 15 other friends. And That's that so was fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Such I've, a been great through book. It. I've been through it three and a half times. I'm, nice. I'm halfway through <laughs> But every time I read it, I get something different from it. It's it's a, a nice little daily thing. But Good if reminder. you were to work on your sustainable habits, habits are small. We we do them in small increments. You don't want to overwhelm yourself. But it's the same thing as when you get up in the morning, you go brush your teeth. You don't have to like motivate yourself to go do that. Right. right? Like right. You, that's just, it is ingrained. That's what we do. If the habits become, I'm going to drink a glass of water when I get up to rehydrate, and I'm going to do some gentle stretching. And then like, if you go back to the, the theory in the book of habit stacking, mm -hmm. so that glass of water and then the stretching might go into like journaling. Maybe you're going to journal out what you're going to do for the day. Listen to how your body feels. Is your body feeling like you've got energy today? Maybe that's when you add in the walk. Like it's just building upon sustainable habits. And I also like to think of it like this. Um, have you ever been mountain biking? Oh yeah. Okay. So think about a trail that you go on and mm -hmm. you're, you're on that trail and you've ridden it now like 500 times. Okay. And what happens is the trail gets really defined. Like your tire gets deeper into that trail. Mm -hmm. It's just like that with your brain. Like you're, you're having the same thoughts 
over and over and you're creating these pathways that you don't have to like think about, they just right. happen. Yeah. And so we often need to get onto a new trail. Like mm -hmm. that trail might be, you know, um, stuff that's that we're saying to ourselves, like, I can't do this or oh. I'm, I'm not strong enough or I, I, I'm not young enough or whatever the enoughs are enough of the enoughs get on a new trail, create mm -hmm. a new path because that's what our brain is designed to do too. Mm -hmm. create new neural pathways. And so the more that we can do that and create positive, strong, badass neural connections, yeah, you're much more likely to stick to something, have good results with it, get the goals that you want. Yeah. I think those are phenomenal, like phenomenal uh, recommendations, right? Because I, I do for myself and for my mom often take, uh, what do I want to say? Um, I don't give enough credit for the things that I can do. Mm, you know, and yes. I think, you know, she can very easily, she can walk around the block. She can mm -hmm. vacuum the house. She can do some of these things that are physical. She could do some chair stretches, right? She could jump yep. on the, whatever. We yeah. all have these things that we take for granted that we could do. And we assume we should be doing the five, the, you know, 26 mile marathon. And that's what we should, we jump to this, I think, bigger thing sometimes. Yes. And I'm so glad you brought that up too, Steph. One of the pillars in, in my program that I work in is that is one of the things is you got to celebrate your wins mm -hmm. because like if someone were to say to me like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't like what you did there. I would fester on that for a long time. And I would remember what color they were wearing and I would remember <laughs> what my hair looked like and I would remember everything. But if someone were to say to me, I really like when you did this, I'd feel good about that for like 10 minutes and then it would be a fleeting thought. It would be gone because we can stay in that path, that big, you know, bike path that we're in, yep. that track. That road. So, <laughs> Literally. Celebrating the wins is really important. Yeah. yeah. I think you're going to talk about this. So I, I think you're going to talk about this, but I want to make <laughs> sure if, the, if this wasn't what you're going to talk about, I want to make sure that you explain to my audience exactly who you serve. And okay. then also, if you weren't going to, can you tell us about the badass reset method? <laughs> and then what is a really good way to start with you? Sure. Um, I do work mostly with women 40 and above. I, I said I've got some outliers because I love helping people. And so if someone needs help, I'm, I'm going to see if we're a good fit. But um, I am online mostly. Okay. My in-person training is um, full with the wait list. And so nice. here's why I like the online people anyway. Like how this is why it's more important. When I'm face to face with someone like I was this morning, I know what they did today. I don't know what they're going to do until next Tuesday when I see them. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I have no clue. I don't know what they're eating. I don't know what their, the rest of their program looks like, but the online people, I know exactly because they have a nutrition plan and they've got all their workouts that I've programmed for them in an app. And then they have all of the, the extra stuff. Plus they get to message me anytime they have a question or need help or have a form check or anything like that. So online works really well. And then I can help more people because yeah. my goal is to impact as many women as possible to feel strong and confident and badass. Yeah. The badass reset method is actually, um, it is everything that I've been doing for the last couple of years, plus all of the cognitive behavior uh, stuff thrown in. And so that's actually, um, 
that I'm opening up next month. I am putting the last okay. of the, the finishing touches on that. So it's, it's an online program. It is designed for women. It's women who are um, struggling. Okay. So most of that is the perimenopausal, menopausal women who don't know why stuff is changing, who want to learn how to get stronger, who want to learn how to progressively get stronger. Because, you know, we've got such fantastic things out there that we can go flip on, you know, and watch and, and follow. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not all smartly programmed and they, they don't all have, you know, a goal in mind. It's a great workout, but it doesn't, when, when you hit my age, you need a plan. You need something to follow that progresses you so that you can see change. And I would imagine a little more catered to your unique. Absolutely. Needs. Yeah. Yep. Which yeah. You're not going to get from random programs that you can download online with no conversation with anyone. Yeah. And it, and it has to be smart. And then this also encompasses all of the hormone stuff, which is okay. pretty integral at this stage. Awesome. <laughs> pretty, yeah. It's necessary. And <laughs> I just will say uh, today, you know, today this will be airing, this episode will be airing likely in September. So you had mentioned that next month, so September 2023, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Badass Reset Method will be out and about and available. It is going to be out in the world and I'm excited about that. Yep. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. And mm -hmm. now if the Badass Reset Method isn't uh, necessarily calling for someone, what's another great way to get into your world? You know, on Instagram, I try to do um, workouts, nutrition tips, all of that stuff on a, on a regular basis. Um, and you can find me there. And there's also, if you look into for Instagram people, if you look into the bio, there is, um, something that you can download to get a jump start If you're curious about, you know, the badass fat loss method, you can get a, <laughs> a jump start on that. There's a download that you can go read, message me with any questions. I'm just happy to help. Okay. But that's a good place to find me is on Instagram. Um, my website has some good content too, but on a regular basis, it's it's Instagram. Awesome. So we'll make yeah. sure Heather Yancey, that's Y-A-N-C-E-Y, fitness.com is in the show notes. Um, you're at Heather Yancey Fitness, correct, on Instagram? Yes. Okay, perfect. Uh, co oh, Coach Heather Yancey. Coach Heather Yancey. Yeah. See? Yeah, yeah. So I want, okay, so scratch that, guys. <laughs> at coach heather yancey on instagram and um, that's how we found each other so i highly encourage everyone who's listening to go check her out follow her um what she does she does it with a beautiful spirit um and i learned even more today the depth that it goes into so i'm just so excited that you're in my world and i Grateful appreciate you. you sharing with your my audience and um yeah i really appreciate you coming on thank you steph i'm super grateful for this conversation Likewise. All right, guys, until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Passion on Purpose podcast. I truly hope you got a lot of value out of this episode. So if you did, please rate, review, and share. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, whether a leader or an expert, please go to getvim.com forward slash podcast and you will find our application page or reach out to me directly and I can give you more information. 